Hello. I know you have a lot of podcasts in the fucking world that you could... Ah, oh, goddammit. In the motherfucking world you could be listening to that, you know, are this and that. But, you know, we're filling the fucking time, man. I know you got a lot of shit going on in your life. You got a lot of things to think about, things to talk about. So, here's what we're going to do. I'm gonna. We're going to take about a minute. I'm going to try to guess how long a minute is. And you're just going to breathe, okay? You're just going to take a quick breather with me, okay? We're going to center ourselves. We're going to get ready for the for whatever this podcast brings, whatever it is for us, whatever it is to us, you know? So we're going to take a quick minute breather, okay? Starting when I say we start, okay? Because I know that it's important for people to take a breather these days. And I know, you know, I know more than anyone. The, the kids are getting, I, I have a wife and I have two kids. I'm trying to be a comedian. There's a lot going on in my life. You know what I mean? The kids flooded the house the other day. That's fun. That's real fun. That's, that's nice to get a call that it's like water. But here's my impression. Bring, 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 bring. It's, that's a water alarm. Water. Look out, there's water. So we're just going to try to manifest calm in our lives. We're going to take a quick breather, a, a one-minute breather. Whenever you're ready, just let me know. And I want th what this to be is to be a place for people to express where they find their peace. Like, I'm having a nice time. I'm starting to get into the, like, I'm starting to feel this. I really like this part of it, where I start talk you know like that's all i'm trying to do for you just talk so this is you know one minute just one minute i'm i'm gonna be quiet for one singular minute and you're gonna breathe with me and we're gonna breathe together and we're gonna get centered kind of like that rick rubin though that like that like weird remember when rick rubin was was uh interviewing that gay guy no no, no other way around that uh, silver-haired, the uh, the Rothschild family kid. Did you guys know that? Did you guys see any of that? That shit's crazy, right? That like uh, the silver-haired gay dude on CNN. My bad. That's not the best description of a human. Fucking, what's this guy's problem, huh? How come he's describing him in such an aggressively, aggressively mean way? Brandon Cooper. No, that's not it. <laughs> I think there's a Cooper in there. You know what? I think I'm mistaking him for Brian Williams. Mm, was that a beach boy? That's the issue. Was that a beach boy? Which one of the CNN guys are Rothschilds? And which one of you are beaming my mind at this very moment with the correct exact blockage? Someone's out there blocking my brain right now. Because I can't think of this guy who talks to people for a living, gives interviews. He was there, like, right at the at the break of Sandy Hook. Um, let's see. That was, like, a big deal for people. And he's Rothschild. Him and Rick Rubin, they were having an interview. He was interviewing Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin was at the beginning. He was like, I'd like to just, just take two minutes to breathe together. Mm -hmm. 
I was just asked, do you think the washer on this bed mattress goes on inside or outside? No picture was sent. And uh, it's just, I'm going to take a guess. And if it looks wrong, well, like I'm in a car right now. I'm taking a bit of a breather from the family. You know what I mean? We're taking a bit of a breather together. That's what this will be. This, <laughs> I don't give a shit who listens. I'm just going to convince my wife that it's a good idea for me to talk for about an hour, two hours, three hours a week and just, you know, try to connect. I'm trying to do stand-up. I'm trying to do silly, stupid fucking videos online, which I'm aging out of rapidly. And I don't feel great about it. And But the thing is, is that I like it. I've always liked it. i just getting into it really, really fucking late. I went to like... Uh, the ACM or ACT or uh, P-U-S-S-Y at UH that uh, I was supposed to learn how to do movies and stuff and I dropped, I bombed <laughs> I bombed at school it was fun though, it was fun for a minute, I like biology this shit sucks, I don't care about any of it I'm just not going to show up and then I would only go to my the film class and that was fun we watched interesting movies that's about it I never would have watched Citizen Kane. I bet you I can't watch Citizen Kane right now. Citizen Kane must be the most boring bullshit possible. No, I'm sorry. That's false. There's Well, the it's good. I liked Citizen Kane. It was cool. I liked Do the Right Thing Better, but and those I think are the only two movies I remember watching in that class. Do the Right Thing's good. But um, here's the thing: is that I I I think that must be one of the most boring movies besides the more movies that are like boring on purpose. You know what I mean? Like anything by Kubrick. <laughs> I don't fucking know, dude. Like like there was that guy who tried to like mock censorship in England or something, where like he made like a seven hour long video of paint drying, and it's like. Wow! Wow, you did it! Wow, good job! You proved to us that you... Okay. Hey, that is, this is my impression of what exactly was supposed to happen with that sort of thing. Here's my impression of that. Okay, wait a second. Hello, hello, hello? Hello? Okay, I never checked the levels. Alright. Uh, okay. Uh, she said she's... So, update on the washer situation, she said. But, like, I can't explain over text. Where are you at right now? Didn't respond. I was talking to you guys. What you gonna do? And she said, never mind. Just guessing. I'm gonna say it good. I was too. And if, if my kids are laying in bed and the bed falls apart and something bad happens, it's on both of us now. That's the issue. I think that we're gonna take a minute, breather in a minute here. The, that's the thing about... Ha like, ha I think that's a good thing to do in a relationship with someone else is to always make it so that you guys share the blame with each other because <laughs> that's where relationships break apart is where <laughs> something drastically bad happens and, and one person is obviously at fault <laughs> Oh my god. 
because here's the thing is that like it's a bit of a like a incorporated meta version of the wrong kid died is is when <laughs> is when a parent is solely responsible for a child and something bad happens. I'm saying bad. I'm not gonna say what bad is, but bad things happen to children on other people's watch, and that shit is bonkers. There's a video game I think where like, like the the point of the game is that one of, one of the person is like a babysitter or a parent, and the other player plays as a child. And there's so many ways for that baby to crawl around and die, and get like you know like kill itself on accident no difference no difference from real life not a single difference do you know how obsessed a child is with bleach they see a something about a bleach bottle just screams drink me just at the top of its fucking lungs a bleach bottle screams drink me for a baby drano yellow and red makes you hungry drano is designed to go down the child's gullet you know uh, if if I were a baby and I had a sore throat and there was something with colors and swirls and niceties that I was imagine I'm a two, one and a half year old that can read and it says clears the way I'm in I'm fully in we're gonna um, take a minute to breathe at some point after the Drano speech but here's the thing is that I, if I ever mention Drano again, it counts for as long as the speech was. And here's the thing, is that, I feel like at some point I said one and then two and I only did one. Well, here we are. Uh, no, 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 you should obviously, I, it sounds silly, but it does seem to improve my relationship to be able to lean against each other and blame. That way you're like, well, we fucked up. Looks like we're gonna have to solve it. Update on the motherfucking washer situation. <laughs> I can't do it, it's a two-person job. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> now this might be a little revealing to you folks, but <clears throat> you got about 50 minutes. I'm gonna say, give me 50 minutes. <laughs> Let's see how this human being, whom I love, handles. This is a lot. Okay, this is also going to be a format of the podcast. Is that you can send in voices, voicemails. You can send in voicemails on my Instagram. You're going to send your voicemails directly to me on Instagram. And I'm going to listen to them sometimes with a guest, sometimes on my own. I'm not going to vet them at all. So you could say the most horrific shit possible. And I'll probably keep it in. And you say fake shit, who cares? You know what I mean? Honestly, give me something wild. Give me something like people would fawn over the gecko for handling properly. You know what I mean? Lyle Lyle Crocodile. I fucking love the the therapy gecko. That dude is one of the coolest dudes in the motherfucking world, dude. Shout out Shannon Canton. Shannon knew this dude who ran the cave, which was like a, a, a spot in Philly. Shannon Canton, cane jiggle for all of you uh tuesdays with stories listeners the 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 motherfucking cane jiggle is my friend <laughs> we're gonna take a minute break in here a second here and here's the thing is that yeah, i love 
Shannon very much. And I tried to produce something for him over Zoom when we were doing like the 10, the 30 second podcast with Michael Madsen. And here's the thing is that the, the, he was down to do a podcast over Zoom. And he had an interview with Lyle, who's the guy behind the <laughs> the thin green veneer of gecko makeup. And he was the guy who ran uh, The Cave, which was a comedy venue in Philly at the time. I think. I don't know. I don't want to put someone's business out. He was, who the fuck cares? But he's a fucking dope dude. And um, obviously, just give me calls that, he, that you would see him answer and then handle properly. And I'll pretend I can handle, pro- handle them properly. I'm sure he's just a gifted guy who's good at what he's doing. But I'm just a guy. That's the thing. That's the thing. I think I talked, like, I was talking with Nico today of the failed project where two comedians talk shit. <laughs> what a doomed pro- Here, listen. I'm not going to say that he's for blame for uh, not doing that podcast anymore that I forget the name of, honestly. We're going to take a minute to breathe in a second here. And the thing about it is, is that I think I did fuck that up. But... I don't know how, and I, there's lots of reasons it could be, but every time I bring it up, it's kind of, no, actually, he didn't tell me specifically what it was. I just don't have time. I just don't have time, and that's why I'm doing this. I'm starting this, folks, because I don't, we're going to take a minute, breathe in a second, because I don't have time at all in this world, and I need a breather sometimes, and so I get to go outside and record a dumbass podcast so that people who like my stand-up can be like, whoa, I kind of like this guy. I kind of like the blah, 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 blah. I want How can I listen to this guy every once in a while? I liked his dumbass joke about intermittent fasting. I'm going to see what's going on with him. He's having a full-blown schizophrenic break, yelling at his wife over text messages because she... <laughs> she said, are you... I said, as a, as a, we're going to have a minute break in a second here. As a reminder... Uh, she asked, she has a two-person job to put this bed sh- together, <laughs> and uh, I, s- I said, give me 50 minutes, <laughs> which is, okay, how long the rest of this should be, okay? If you guys don't see me on the other end of this, just know I'm so- out there somewhere taking a minute break, and um, so she said, it's 1 a.m., <laughs> oh, it kind of is, 50 minutes, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, give me five minutes first. Uh, my brothers and sisters in Christ, this will not take five minutes, but I understand that she needs me, and she wants me, and she's gonna have me, uh, no matter what. Okay, I'm going to be pausing, and I'm gonna be motherfucking back, and I will not cop out and, and edit this to be the minute break. You shut the fuck up. Drano. Drano. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. May I posit. May I posit just one. In the case of the washers. In the case of a. This is a two person job. In the case. Of running and help me for five minutes. It is now 25 minutes later. And the bed's not fully done. <laughs> There's a tool that we're missing, but you know what? 
will both take the blame. As I said earlier, what a be what beautiful world we live in, huh? Okay? And then I stepped on a Lego on the way out. <laughs> and you know what? That Lego is mine now. <laughs> Yoink! It's mine, and I throw it in the trash. And I say, that's where I want my Legos to be. I want my Legos to be in the trash. Alright, we're going to take a one minute break. In a minute here. And another thing I want to do with this podcast is like, you know, like the 432 hertz. It's music. But what they call it is sounds or vibrations. Sounds and vibrations in order to achieve this and that goal. Which I love. I love the idea that like, it's like, okay, someone out there did acid and watch those videos where the musical vibrations make different shapes and they're like you know what i'm gonna define those shapes as what they do to our bodies which by the way is just like boom 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 hexagonal 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 boom, 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 wave signs across the entire thing like triangles that fade into each other like triforces and it's like yeah that's I know which one of those are good for the inside of our body. How? Huh? You can answer me, but here's the here's my only here's the only thing I need from you on the other end of this podcast. You need to not breathe during this minute while I wait for this person to explain themselves. Alright, you can breathe again. You better not have taken a fucking breather out there. Oh, oh, I trusted you. That's the only thing, is that I trusted you fully to not breathe. It was only a minute. Check whatever you're listening on right now. Alright, was it a minute 25? My bad. Okay? I'm sorry. You should have not broke. Alright, pal? It's not breather time. And you know what time it is? It's affirmations time. So from here on out and retroactively, this podcast is a specifically designed set of sounds in order to make your nose stop running. Okay? This it won't fix any sinus issues. It won't fix anything, um, Anything like water, you know, like if you went into salt water, like it won't keep, like say if you were to do one of those neti pots, you, you stick a neti pot up into your nose and you gluck, 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 all the way down to the other side and it scoops out whatever fucking cocaine debris you have inside of your nostrils, you fucking scumbag, and you're deviating your septum further with the rushing of water, of salted saline water solution. And you're basically killing, you're like cleaning off your silica, but cleaning off your silicas inside of your nose in such a way that like everything like 
goes off of it from now on. You know, like how they say, like, if you take dandruff shampoo, if you use dandruff shampoo, you'll end up getting more dandruff because it, like, kills the parts of your hair that, like, protect against, like, what, what your dandruff is doing is trying to s save you from your own skin cells, drowning you all day, I think, I don't fucking know, but the, they always say that if you take dandruff shampoo, it's gonna make your dandruff, your dandruff worse. So I imagine if you're using a neti pot, you're like you're sweeping your silica of everything that's silica is a type of plastic, isn't it? Who fucking cares, dude? And here's the thing: is that like you're swiping them off so that they can't catch things as well. You're like washing your own natural sebum. Like I bet if you neti pot, your boogers suck for a minute. Or ooh, what if they're good? Oh. What if they're always that one where it's like this thin film on the side of your nose, like on the inside near the septum, and you like clear that off, and then wait, listen, keep listening. You clear that part off with your finger and you twist it, and it stays connected to a long strand that goes up your nostrils, and you pull it out. And it, it, it feels so clean after, feels so nice after. Who how dare got an eddy pot I can use? That's what I'm trying to say. That's all I'm trying to say is that if you're out there, email me a neti pot through Instagram at Reese K. Paul. Go into my uh, Instagram, uh, DM me a voice message of you needing a certain type of affirmation, which is not going to be, I'll tell you what, or a life problem, which I tell you what it's not, or a way to find peace, or um, reminding me to take a minute breather. Uh, here's the thing is that. <clears throat> Drano. And here's the thing is that you are going to message me what you need and your nose is going to stop running before the end of this episode. Isn't that fantastic? 25 minutes. How did I... Did I say at the beginning of it? I, did I say this is going to take... This isn't going to be a five minute thing to go in and help? Which is fine. Everything's fine. Everything's chill. I've had I've I've had my breather, I think. We did it, right? We did the one minute breathing already. Yeah. Yeah, we did it. Brian Williams. Brian Williams. Brian that's not it. Sheldon Cooper? No, that's not it. And we're gonna take that minute break in a minute. I uh, did stand up in a way. I told a joke which made my wife upset for the first time. Now, I'm going to present to you guys a better form of that joke. And, you know, we'll see. I don't know. I just, that's what I have right now for you. By the end of this, your nose is going to be, oh, you can't even fucking believe it, dried up sponge like, like those like the inside of your nose is going to be like those sponges that get really dry after being used for a long time you know what I mean it's going to be like shaking with like soap dust anyway <coughs> I'm getting I'm getting into stand up mode <laughs> ah shit and here's the thing we don't hit our kids People hate that. 
people hate that we don't hate our kids. Usually they'll make a noise in the audience when you say something like that. I was like, ugh. I'll get a face like, ugh. I can't believe this kid. You know what I mean? What, a, what an idiot. That's what you're thinking to yourself out there in the audience. But no. Everyone's like, don't hit your kids nowadays. So you gotta be cool. You gotta be chill. Yeah, so I'm... I don't hit my kids. And a lot of people are upset with me about it. But mostly, like, my ethnic and they're always like white people you have to hit your kids that's you've heard that before right Russell Peters does a joke about it Aries Spears white people you need to hit your kids Here, here's my I, I posit a counter argument I think that on average white people hit their kids just as much as anyone else we just save it up for the big one and then we make the news you know, we're filling this tub up extra tall tonight. Okay. Now here's the second part of the bit. And this is... Everything's cool. Now it sounds like I'm... Now it sounds like I'm trying to put affirmation that to myself. <laughs> Feel your nose. You didn't even notice, did you? And here's the thing. It's that... There was a woman who, who did that. A woman who killed her family. There's a really sad story about the failings of the mental health student system in the United States. The thing about it is that this woman had postpartum dementia or something where she thought that she had to kill her kids and herself in order to save them and send them to heaven. Which is an intense feeling. It's, it has to be the most intense feeling in the world if you believe in heaven. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of places where people believe that, like, if you, if you, not many places people would kill to get to. You know what I mean? Like, people aren't going to kill their wife and kids to make sure they make it to Spaghetti Factory. That makes sense, right? Here's the thing, is that, I, she had told people that she needed to do this, and then, Imagine you say that to your significant other, and he's just like, we got to get you to the doctor. And you're like, why? I just need to kill myself and the kids so that we can go to heaven. What? Ronald, what don't you get about this? So, obviously, the mental health system failed her. Failed this family, failed these children. She sent, she sent her husband out on errands. She knew how long the errands were going to be. And she did the deed. Disgusting. Horrific. And you know that had to be the hardest thing to get over. I, I'm not even sure that man could possibly be over it at this point. There's got to be a part of you. That's like... Once you realize it's not your fault. That, you know, you don't have to take the blame for it. You're like... It's good to have a breather. It's good to take a load off. <laughs> That's the joke. I don't know. It's bad. It's hurt. Oh, it's, I should just stop telling it. But you know what I mean? To have a clean slate. No, no, I'm not in the joke. <laughs> the, the joke is that I'm supposed to be stuck in it. Is that like, but I don't want to kill my family, okay? And the more I say that, the more times I say that, the less it sounds convincing to myself and others. That's the thing about it. We're going to take a minute break here. That's the thing about it. 
is that it's so insane. Because <laughs> you're stuck in it. I got stuck in it at a stand-up show. I got stuck in it. And what I should have done is say, because you say, um, no, I'm actually, <laughs> I, you know, Dedrick Bombs, it did all right. Dedrick Bombs, and then you're like, whoa. You know, it's not crushing. It, it killed off of, like, Cadence alone. That's insane. To be able to, like, to Cadence alone make people laugh at the most insane, unhinged things. I need to check that I'm recording. It'd be nice if I wasn't. I'm just kidding. It wouldn't be nice if I wasn't. And, um, good lord, we're still recording. Horrific, huh? Hey, folks, do you ever make a sandwich and then keep the knife on the side of the sink just in case you do it for real this time? My voice cracked. I'm just fucking I'm just fucking around. I never fucked with I, I do not fuck with self-harm. Alright? Besides, I step on Legos on purpose to throw them away. JK. And um The affirmations that you need in order to clean your nose continues as follows. We're just out here trying to do stand-up. I like doing stand-up. I like doing silly, dumb little videos. Uh, I hope you guys are listening to this and enjoy it. Um, one time I bombed so bad that I got like stuck in a loop. So like I was bombing at uh, Taqueria del Ranchero. I'm not sure if that's it. And I've never done well in that place. Like, I think. You know what I mean? It's, you're so disconnected from the audience. I understand people do do well there. I've done well in places, and sometimes I don't believe that. But I've, I've done very well at certain places. So that's all I want to say before I keep going. Is that I've... Because a lot of people will tell bombing jokes, and it's comedians that you like. You know what I mean? Like a Bill Burr, like a Bobby Lee. And he'll be like, I love this guy. I, I would love to hear a story about them bombing. That would be so funny. And here's the thing is that when you hear a fucking unknown comic like me doing it, I wouldn't call myself a comic. Comic slipped off the tongue. Don't even listen to that. An unknown person who dabbles in stand-up comedy. The thing about them is that you don't trust that they've ever not bombed. That's the thing is that you, you like, you're like, well, you're just telling me about the worst medium you got. Like, as a range, you never hit the peak, you know what I mean? Like, like, like basking in a glorious bomb is only truly good when you've done well before. Because you lie to yourself in the audience and you say, usually people laugh there. So I did that. I got stuck in that. I was up on this lighted stage. It's a beautiful stage. Good things happen on that stage all the time I don't like at all that it echoes with the concrete that's intense for me don't like it and I'm, I'm I know what this sounds like just blaming other things and I am obviously I was bad but you gotta look for things to blame it on or else you, how are you gonna fucking continue <laughs> that should have been a quit like that should have been like a, such a hard quit that you don't see your you, you don't see your family again you know what i mean you go to the big spaghetti factory in the sky boy that should have been that was an embarrassment ritual to the level of like anderson cooper i remembered who he was damn so close anderson wilson and the thing about it anderson williams 
and I cannot fucking believe Anderson Cooper. And I can't. We're gonna have, uh, take a minute break right here. Affirmations for clearing your nostrils, no longer having a runny nose, but it won't catch what's inside of the neti pad. If you put liquids into your nose, they will come out in equal measure. But no excess water will come out of your nose. But uh, any water that goes into your nose will come out of your, out of your nose immediately. Otherwise, this is an impossible task for the affirmations to take care of. And here's the thing is that Anderson Cooper, and I can't fucking handle it when people say that they bomb as if it's a cool thing, and it's not. So here's me saying I bombed, and I think it's pretty fun. <laughs> All right, so I go up on stage. It's there not many people there, and I'm just bombing my fucking ass off. And I say I can't believe I traveled this far. It's like 40 miles together. Can't believe I traveled this far just to bomb. And then the 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 nice couple visiting from New York up front, who went before me, and they did well. They shouldn't be rude, but they're like, imagine how we're feeling. And I was like, this is the point where you're like, I should have not honored the time it wasn't working for me i was like you guys obviously don't like what like i was i was doing my material and it sucked and i was like oh you guys just must not like jokes and then they didn't laugh and then i said usually that gets a laugh and then i said usually that gets a laugh and then i said usually that gets a laugh and then I took a break, took a butt of a breather, and then I said, does anyone else have any jokes they'd like to tell? And a nice, nice man up front said, how do you, uh, how does, um, I think it was, how does Russia take Greece from the back? Take, oh, how does Russia take, Tur take Turkey from, the, from behind? This is with a little bit of Greece. Think something about, and I said, "Oh, good, a joke about anal rape." He was trying to help. He was my good friend. And then I had some joke about my kid sitting at the urinal with his butt all the way out, and I I, I thought it'd be funny to point at a guy in the corner and be like, "This guy's hiding his boner over here." And he said, "I'm not." <laughs> I said, well, "Look at this guy hiding his boner about my kid's butt." And he said, "I'm not." <laughs> <laughs> he absolutely demolished me. Oh my god. I gotta cut out that Anderson Cooper fucking thing. Anyways. And then I get off stage. Well, no, no, no. And then I say, obviously I'm not a comedian. And then a lady says, you aren't. And then I said, yeah, I said that. And then I was like, where are you from? And she was like, Kai Lua. And I was like, well, I'm from Kai Lua. I'm gonna follow you home and kill you. No, I'm just kidding. I was like, well, you be the comedian then. And she's like, I used to do it at Burrito Place. And then uh, and then I was like, was it a nice place? And then she's like, better than this. And then I was like, I doubt it. And then uh, I was like, okay, folks, thank you. That was my time. Sorry. And then I get off stage. And, uh, oh, at some point that lady said, like, she's like, I can't believe you're getting paid for this. And I was like, I hope I don't. Honestly, you could have half of it if you want. You could have all of it. I hope I don't get paid for this. And then I asked the booker if I was getting paid. 
And he said, yeah, which was nice. Which uh, paid for half of gas, I think. I'm not sure. And, um... Massive L's all around. That's it. Oh, yeah, I was talking with Mane, who's cool, who's awesome. He's in the Andy Bumatai show. Very funny comedian. Uh, kind of a mentor. I don't know. He'd hate that. I'm projecting here. I think... Mane understands that I'm, I'm probably not actually going to make it unless this works. Because, like, I'm a fuck. But he saw me in 2010. That's what's crazy. Is that he remembered me. I'm, I'll always love James for that. And James was there. He saw it happen. He was like, bro. <laughs> I was like, I'm fine. Maybe I should stick around and shake everyone's hands like Norm MacDonald, my hero. My hero, Norm MacDonald, who went through an easy life. <laughs> yeah, he, died. he had a rough time. He had a rough life. Uh, he just was good at taking it. And he was the, he's the best, obviously. But he would always like ignore people if they liked him. And then shake the hands of people who didn't like him. Which is hilarious. So I stuck around for like 40 minutes of Mane's 45-minute set. And I got that come home text, and I was like, ah. And then I got in the car, and she's like, ooh. My wife was probably like, it would probably have been a bad idea for you to shake people's hands. And you know what? It probably would have been, because I got bad reviews. I was the guy who got that, the Yelp reviews bad for that company. My bad. It's not the first time I've done it. One time I set up a 420 show with a lot of the comics in the scene, a lot of the male comics, because all the stoner female comics had their own shows. I'd like to point that out. This is the Birdbath show. I love this show so much. It was such a great place. The Collective Tattoo in Cafe in Kailua is fucking amazing, and they were nice enough to have us. And the thing about it is, is that we're going to take a minute break in a second here. Take a breather. No, it's not running. And... They let us in, and we're having nice shows. We're having all right shows. And then I did the 420 show. All the female comedians booked their own shows on that night. So everyone was like, sure, fine. It was 419, actually, which is I celebrated early, which is a failure on my part. And listen how clean this nose is. You know, my nose is running at the beginning of this. I don't know if you guys remember me sniffling, but it seems to have cleared up my nostrils entirely. This is incredible. I think this is doing exactly what it needs to do. I love it. And uh, the thing about it is that Drano, Drano is so, like, nice to drink. And they let us in, and we had only male comedians. And what they did was... Each and every one of them had a joke about sucking their own dick or sucking someone else's dick and uh, the feeling of cum in their mouth, semen in their mouth, tasting their own semen, um, swallowing their own semen, swallowing another person's semen, uh, having semen on top of them, or at the very least a graphic description of a man's penis. And they... The crowd there wasn't ready for that at all. The crowd there was ready for, like, a Sebastian Maniscalco type. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Kyloo's crowd would really love someone who's really upset, but about nothing that really matters. You know what I mean? 
about which I'm not trying to boil him down to anything, but that's the type of vibe that certain people have where they don't really want to worry about what's going on in the outside world. They don't want to think about pronouns. Gender gender inequality. That's a terrible Sebastian. I swear I can do a Sebastian. I got Sebastian in here somewhere. <clears throat> oh, here. French toast? English muffins? I was at the IHOP the other day. I saw a guy order Belgian waffles. Cutting up my Belgian waffles. Since when did we have to go to Europe for our breakfasts? What happened to a good old pasta puttanesca? I don't know. I don't know how that would continue. A lasagna. Come on. I don't know what Italians eat for breakfast. But isn't it weird that all this European foods, and that's what they call a continental breakfast? Uh, we're on a different continent, pal. You are incontinent. When's the last time you shit your pants? That's probably the next thing we should solve. After the nose running thing, we should definitely, definitely solve the shit in your pants thing. It'd be really good for people to have binaural beats to not shit your pants to. Ooh, but what about the evils? What if I labeled that? Holy shit. All right, everyone stop listening for a minute. Go, just go off and take a breather. What if I labeled something? Okay, you're with me. <laughs> I labeled something as binaural beats in order to not shit your pants, in order to fight incontinent. But here's the thing, is that the binaural beats that I put inside of it actually make you shit your pants. <laughs> Dude, this is fucking amazing. This is a mind-blowing discovery. I'm gonna... Do I press pause and go write this down? I'm recording, right? Binaural beats to not shit your pants, dude. <laughs> and the secret is that the binaural beats are designed to make you shit your pants. It's the brown note. It's just like a brown noise machine. Shout out, Mudit. You're probably you're probably the only guy listening. <laughs> okay. So here's the premise for the show. And then we'll take a one-minute breather. Okay? <clears throat> I'm going to seek peace and a breather for about an hour, hopefully leading to two hours a week. Some of that time is going to be with a guest, and I'm going to discuss with them what they use to take a breather. And then we're going to listen to your messages on my Instagram at Reese K. Paul. Send it to them. Like, follow, share, subscribe. Hit that bell. Hit the dab. Hit the gwitty. Little Willie hitting the gwitty on the ski slopes. And the guest and I will take care of it. Sometimes the guest might be my son uh, because it's hard to get out and make things happen, which is why my last podcast died. Because it's difficult to drive and to meet people. It's difficult to make time. It's difficult to, you know. None of us are really only comedians. If we were really only comedians, it would be so much easier. But we live in Hawaii. Uh, 
what else could you fucking ask for? You know what I mean? So I just gotta toss this from over here into your eardrums. Hopefully you like what's going on. Uh, I love you very much. I hope your nostrils are all good. And um, the next thing about it is that we're also gonna be taking care of affirmations. Affirmations are the most important part for me. Because that's such a silly concept. The concept of manifestation is such a fun, fun concept. Because what if they're right? What if it is kind of like a tulpa of like being? You know what I mean? Like how Jim Carrey said, like, oh, I was just, I decided I'd be a character who made $34 million by, the, by 1995. And then it was just like, nah. No, no, no. It was just like, yeah. I bet I wasn't paying attention. All right. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Affirmations are important to me because they're so funny. Your nose should be clear by now. And if it's not, try now. Here's the thing is that I'm sitting in a car, taking my breather, I'm sitting in our car, taking my breather. It's almost two in the morning. <laughs> it's three days later. It took, I built that bed. It took me three days. Now I'm back. Hi, welcome everybody. It was a two person job. It took three days. And um, I saw my kids swing swings move and I'm looking at them now and I'm not able to handle it. I'm freaking the fuck out. They are swinging in the wind on their own. I hate this. I hate this so much. But I understand it's just the wind. Man, it's a full moon. Oh. Boy, you hate to see it. What a scary, scary thing. I'm literally paralyzed in fear right now. I'm literally paralyzed in fear right now. It's so freaking scary. Oh my god, he's literally hitting the gritty right before his open light set. Oh white, I'm watching you. No. Oh boy. Oh my god. Uh, I'm kind of believing this thing. No, 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 I don't. Affirmations are dangerous sometimes, you guys. All I'm focusing on creating is I feel tightness in my chest. I'm going to have a heart attack live on this recording. We're going to take a bit of a breather together, you guys. Okay. You guys want to breathe with me? <laughs> we'll do it for all the time. I'm literally having a panic attack. How are you guys feeling? Good. I didn't think I'd be back. But I took a breather. I am not looking at the swings. No matter how hard they try to get my attention. <laughs> One time I had a real, real bad panic attack because I thought the signs at the top of a hill were wobbly. <clears throat> and then uh, when they stood up straight, suddenly, like they would in a cartoon being caught, 
um, I truly, truly believed that they uh, knew that I was perceiving them. And I hate that. That's something that I really hate about the simulation theory, is that if they're building it as soon as I perceive it, instantaneously, and uh, the, the little hiccups are what deja vu's might be, I truly don't like that at all. The fact that something can be perceived and changed because of my perception of it blows me away. The same way you're perceiving your nose as incredibly dry. You get me? You feel me, right? Okay. I swear to God my nose was really stuffy at the beginning of this. Right? I don't remember. Believe in the powers of the Breather Podcast. If any of you have gotten to this point, you're troopers. Okay? I'm taking a bit of a breather. And I hope that you can take your breather with me too. Now, once a week, we're going to be able to just hang out. God damn it. This isn't anywhere close to an hour, is it? You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and count the time I built that fucking bed. <laughs> that shit sucked. Oh, my God. Dude. Monday left me broken. Oh, boy. I went to a uh, poetry slash stand-up comedy show tonight. In my suit, in my idiot suit, my monkey suit. I got a gray suit. <clears throat> Shout out Mike Rayo. He'll be on at some point, I think. Send in your questions for Mike Rayo via my Instagram. That's how we'll know who's really listening. And the thing about it is, and I'll have him on as soon as I have a single question about him from anyone, including you, Mike Rayo. And Here's the thing about this shit. He gave me a suit that a person who died was supposed to come pick up. Because he got it cheap. And it was my size. And I wore that to the poetry thing. I looked like a fucking narc, dude. I looked like the worst undercover cop possible. I... It was insane it the the move is insane to wear a suit to an open mic that went long so you didn't even like get a chance to go on which i'm not upset about shout out z z runs a tight ship he was right he said i think i should push the comedy till after the comedy feature which mm, isn't good for the comedy feature but they'll never know that and which, because what you want to do is go last after. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> that's why you want to go last, because everyone's like, well, that's the type of comedy I don't like. Well, that's another type of comedy that I don't like. Well, I, fi I, I guess I got to laugh at this type of comedy. <laughs> I think that's part of it. <laughs> Honestly, I think for some people, it's part of it. It's like, well, I, I, it was $10 to get in here. I'll have a good time with the last guy. You know what I mean. And. Fuck. Uh, I think it'd be good to have my son on. 
discuss things with him. But I don't want to be the type of dad who like is seen as like abusing his kid with that type of shit. But if he could make a lot of money suddenly based off his intelligence and creativity, and he created a world that started now, and he could build it with everybody, that would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Or am I coping? Dad cope. Dad cope. What a fucking dad cope. Drano's so shiny. It looks so nice on the outside of the bottle. They really got to redesign Drano because it looks like a superhero. It sounds like a superhero. Drano. Sounds like a superhero that has like a plunger stuck to the top of his head. I think plank. No, that's watermelon head. Oh, the toilet plunger guy with toilet paper from Kid Next Door. That's who I'm thinking about. <sighs> Alright, so what do we do today, guys? We took a breather together. And ladies. And things in between. We took a breather together. We cleared each, other. we cleared each other's nostrils. We discussed Drano at length. We... I remembered Anderson Cooper. Who else can say that? Who else can say that on their very first podcast they remembered Anderson Cooper? Tell you who? Tell you who? You. That's right. Bitch. Come at me. I remembered Anderson Cooper from Brian Wilson. You can't even fucking handle how good that is. Shut up. Uh, shut up, dude. <sighs> Your sponsorship here. <laughs> All right, man. I think we're, we're going to be able to say episode one of the books. If you are coming from uh, hundreds of episodes, hi. I can't believe how far I've come, huh? What a... What an incredible journey we've taken together. You've taken it backwards, which is fine. I don't think this is supposed to be done in order. You know what I mean? You look back and, like, maybe I'll talk about the election at some point. Uh, but at the time, everything's doing just fine. I've wasted an hour of our day. It's mutual. It's a mutual waste. Until I get a Patreon, which I'm not going to jump the gun on this time. I'm sorry. Shout out Eddie. Shout out Blake. Shout out that guy who paid us $30 on the other uh, Patreon for about a month and then took it back. You're a dog. You're a, you're a damn dog for that. Lovely things happen. I'll, I'll end this on a nice little joke uh, that I thought would do well tonight that I never got a chance to find out. Well, folks, Black History Month is done. <laughs> huh, white people? And then in my head, all the white people cheer, and I say, No, wrong. Get out. Get out of here, you racists. I'm not racist. I have black friends. What? I've never liked that. I don't think that's true. I don't think that that's a justification. That'd be like if someone said, Oh, no. I'm not a pedophile. I just have a lot of kid friends. No, wait, that's not recording. I say, I'm not a pedophile. 
I have tons of kid friends. Holy shit. That was a cat. I think a cat just jumped on the floor. What the hell, dude? Only in LA, huh, guys? We're in Hawaii. <sighs> White people, you gotta hit your kids. I guess that's what the moral of the story is. At the end of the day, uh, cue uh, SNL um, uh, saxophone music. Uh, you know, folks, at the end of the day, white folks hit your kids. <laughs> and he's waving. Everyone's giving hugs. He's like, oh, Woody Harrelson, you're so funny. Oh, my God, Woody Harrelson, you're the best. White people. I got a script come across my desk the other day. It was about white people hitting. Okay, now, holy shit. It was about white people hitting their kids. All right, there's a blanket out here. I swear to God, it just moved at me. I don't like being outside at night. It's so scary. But I do like pissing outside at night. I love a good outside piss. Where you look up in the sky and you're like, I'm just a worm. Water goes through me and out me and it replenishes. It replenishes itself. I'm just consuming reality and spewing it out right fucking here, honestly. This is like the very beginning of a giant pupae of my personality. This is the beginning of like a long journey we're gonna take together. And by the way, 31 year olds shouldn't be taking long journeys. 31 year olds should be staying their ass at home. But this is America, you motherfuckers. I have every right to suck at stand-up comedy for as long as I fucking want, all right? <laughs> I have every fucking right in this country to talk about dumb bullshit that doesn't matter to raucous applause at any given moment and I, you know what I have to earn it but I'm allowed to have it okay <laughs> I'm allowed to be on a fucking stadium stage somewhere and when I say French toast the crowd goes wild the crowd goes absolutely wild and they're cheering and I say, English muffins? He's just like me for real. I saw at the International House of Pancakes the other day. Someone eating Belgian waffles. Fucking F-16s go overhead, the Blue Angels are flying, and they're doing loop-de-loops around the fucking stadium. Inside of the stadium, they're dipping down inside of it. <clears throat> it's terrifying. It's dangerous. It's not responsible at all. They're going fucking crazy. They're going so... The Blue Angels are flying so low that the firecrackers are cracking above the fucking Blue Angels. You see them on the foreground from inside of the fucking stadium. As this guy says, We can't get an American breakfast anymore. Holy shit. Can you imagine? Can you even fucking imagine? Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth right now. <sighs> Close your eyes. Imagine that a long golden chain of beads is going up your nostrils as you breathe in. And as you breathe out, 
they're coming out and they're filled with a black tar that's coming out from inside of you. You're you're puking up the fucking faceless shit. Alright? There's a giant fucking monster. There's a river monster that's polluted in front of you right now, and you're in a fucking bathhouse. You're at spirited away right now. You're gonna breathe in through your nose. And when you breathe out, it's gonna look like the sludge from that motherfucking sludge monster. And you're gonna clean that river, and it's gonna be a fucking injured ass dragon. And he's gonna fall in love with you, and he's gonna take you back to your parents who are pigs. Which, by the way, my wife and I watched that shit, and I'm closing on this. My wife and I watched that shit, and we laughed so hard that we would be the parents eating the fucking shit, dude. <laughs> who the fuck wouldn't be the parents eating the shit, dude? They're a whole fucking ducks. Do you see that guy stuff a whole fucking duck in his mouth? I love that, man. The dad in Spirited Away is a fucking OG. I love that motherfucker. He sat down and he said, you know what? I'm going to eat as much as I fucking want. I don't care what the price is. I'm going to eat as much as I fucking want of this food that you guys just laid out and kept warm. I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck if it's a wedding. I'm going to pig out at your fucking buffet line. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. That's what the dad in Spirited Away said. He said, hey, buddy. Fuck you. And the mom said, well, he's right. Fuck you. He's right. What are you going to say? He's he's right. Fuck you. We'll just... I don't don't care if this is rare game. I'm going to eat every last one of this Zhao Jin Bao or whatever the fuck. And I'm going to fucking scarf it down and I'll pay you later. How about that? How about that? I love the dad from Spirited Away. He is my guy. Alright. I think we're over. I'll say. I love you guys very much. Please subscribe. If you're coming here from a couple episodes in, wow. What a what a what a tiny shitty journey, huh? Sorry. If you're coming here from a thousand episodes away. Wow. Wow, what a nice path you've taken all the way to the... You've certainly wasted your time, haven't you, pal? Enjoy that. Take a bit of a breather. You deserve it.